2: That is a uh, friend of the show, Cam Hayward, one of the great Steelers of the last decade and a half.
0: Is he a great, is he on the Steelers starting 11 on defense, uh, 21st century team? Pretty yes, easily. I think so. Well. Smith and Kiesel, you putting him ahead of one of those two? Oh, Different man. Different
2: asks.
0: Different things asked to do. I, I think, think I have to. The lo- numbers are still the I numbers. hope Brett's
2: not listening, so I'm going to put him ahead of Brett.
0: Oh, not Smith. That's a lot. That's serious football guy behavior by you.
2: Aaron Smith and uh, Cam Hayward would be my starting defensive ends. He's a Hall of Honor guy and will be, at the very least, a semifinalist for the Hall of Fame Got five him, years after he retires. Him,
0: big snack, Aaron Smith with that forehead looking like an ogre. That's an imposing front three.
2: So, good news, bad news in that clip. Good news, Cam wants to come back. That's awesome. You know, he's been a warhorse player for them. He's a... Not just a spiritual leader for the Steelers, but he, for, for the most part, backs it up on the field, and his numbers took a big hit this year, in part because he couldn't get healthy, and he talked about that on his podcast, that clip we just played, groin injury. They thought he was going to miss three months. He came back and played after a month and a half. So power to him in his mid-30s for coming back that fast. Whatever he was taking, I need to take. But then again, it's probably not what he's taking. He just has the body of a professional athlete, and as Malsi said earlier in the week, I'm a lumpy human being.
0: I said Monday that you looked like when you had your shirt off and overalls on, you looked like when you take open a thing of crescent roll dough, you look like it before it gets baked.
2: That one that one cut you pretty deep, it I did, think. It did, but my wife didn't just- with you because she made me put a shirt on as as soon as she showed up at the event
0: i felt bad about being that mean to you a good friend but then when she demanded you put a jersey on i felt like she cut you deeper it's
2: actually done wonders I'm, I'm i'm actually um i'm actually happy and i'm thankful that you said that because it's like when the college professor told me that i was his worst student in 30 plus years and was wasting my life uh that motivated me and it helped me Get on track. So Same you, thing here.
0: So are you saying that a year from now or so, you're going to be like all yoked up, like looking like a professional? I had daughter? a
2: personal training appointment at 730 this morning. I got my ass out of bed at 630. I shoveled for an hour and then I went and I worked out for another 45 minutes. Damn. I would have never done that if Mulsey hadn't poked fun at the way I looked.
0: Well, you already had a personal trainer, but yes, getting up and actually could. No, you know what? Me and Donnie made fun of you yesterday. When we were talking about shoveling, we said there's no way you get out of bed and shovel.
2: Mm -hmm. I was just going to drive over it, but that also motivated me. Wow. You guys poking fun at me.
0: Donnie, we got to keep up the abuse.
2: So the good news is Hayward says that he wants to play football and he's not going to retire. The bad news is what he said at the end of that. Screw taking a pay cut. Now, Donnie has crunched numbers on this, right? Donnie, didn't you look up? You went to the... The uh, NFL, well, not the NFL website, but the website that keeps track of all the player salaries and contracts and whatnot. And you've investigated like what his salary is for this year, and what happens if you try to get him to take a pay cut or right? Am I am I right about this? Didn't you post something like that yeah, a couple it was days
0: something ago from a uh, Rack.
2: Do you have those numbers handy?
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, so one of their suggestions uh, for Cam Hayward to free up cap space was to either restructure or extend his contract uh, $16 million salary into a two-year, uh, two years of the same thing. So it lowers his current $22.4 million hit for
2: 2024. Okay, that's different. That's not a pay cut, though. It's a restructure. So that would affect their salary cap in other ways, both. Well, mostly moving forward, they'd have to deal with some cap ramifications. It would be
0: some can-kicking.
2: Yeah, which Omar Khan, that's partly why he's the team's general manager. He loves kicking
0: the old can down the road.
2: This is kind of an existential question. Like when a player has been that good for you, Mm -hmm. how do you feel about your team going to him and being like, hey, thank you so much, but we're going to, if you want to stay here, you have to make way less money. Not the, the restructure thing. If I'm Cam Hayward, I don't care what you do with the salary cap. As long as I get my, what is it again, Donnie? What's his salary? 18 million, did you say? What is it?
1: Uh, this adds is it? to 16.
2: 16, thank you. I don't care. As long as I get my sixteen As long million, as the checks look the same. Right. Whether you want to give it to me in a big signing bonus before the season starts and then I only get paid a couple million dollars week to week, that's fine. As long as the number adds up.
0: So how do you feel about an, a war horse for your team? All time good guy, good ambassador for the you know the brand and the franchise. Because Ben whatever. did this.
2: Remember at the end of his last year, he took the pay cut. He didn't take a restructure. He didn't take funny. No, he took the math. actual.
0: He took the actual pay cut. He took a legitimate never, haircut. Well, they never thought he would take it too. That was a strategy by them, and he called their bluff. Probably easier to take a slight haircut, even though I say don't ever take a dime less than you think you're worth. Easier to take that haircut when you've made, I believe in his case, two hundred and sixty two million in your career overall. Cam still made plenty of money. He's not going to be uh, lacking for funds. How do I feel about it though? Like when the
2: team goes to a guy like that? It, well, how would you like? How would you feel about it if the Steelers did that with Cam Hayward? Do you think they should?
0: Football's a very rough, dirty business in that way. Or, or I shouldn't say dirty. It's unforgiving. It's dirty in the sense that these guys get maimed compared to the other professional sports and do not have fully guaranteed deals in almost every case. Like, of course, the one guy who does have one is like a scumbag. Um, but this is what it forces you to do as a fan is make a value judgment is Cam Hayward right now, performance wise and health wise a $16 million a year player. I don't think he is. If I could guarantee that I was getting 17 games of healthy Hayward, I would maybe feel differently about that, but. His body is at the point in time where a lot of guys at his position start to break down. It's just a wear-and-tear kind of position. He's already something of a unicorn for having been as good into his 30s this far as he has been. But this was a—he was—what was was so weird about hearing that quote from him, by the way, he talked earlier in the season, like the later portions where his his future started to come up, he talked like a guy that was seriously— Contemplating, he was retirement. very introspective, very contemplative, very introspective. Very like he was saying the things you hear great players who've had long careers and made a lot of money in the league say towards the end, right?
2: Yeah, didn't I, you get I that? Have, I thought the like going into the final was the Baltimore game, the last regular season game, and there was no guarantee they were Hold gonna it, Maybe make the, the playoffs, last game he'd ever play. He sounded like a guy that needed to really do some serious soul searching and wasn't gonna give us an answer on what he wanted to do just a couple days after the season ended, that he was going to actually take some time and to that, see. And it seems like... He wanted to go through rehab and um, it put seems his body on the line again. It seems like the, the, seems like the pride
0: came through for him, You're right? Like there, There's an immense amount of personal and professional pride there that I think very quickly won out. He thinks he can
2: still do it. He, I think, is still chasing the Hall of Fame, and he's still chasing team success.
0: It would be easy... Well, it would be easier to say... Bring them back and don't give them a pay cut if you had younger, cheaper players and you could just use him as a luxury asset, basically, right? Like you don't have a quarterback salary that's big and you could trust Leal and those guys. Hayward to Hayward has Hayward leverage with them
2: because of the way that you just said Leal and my well, God, if I Louder Milk. Well, if I was going to ask anybody to take a pay cut between Hayward and Ogan Joby, it would be Ogan Joby. Even though he's younger, that dude's making ten million dollars a year. He I would stole. Cons-
0: I would consider cutting him, and you. He know I stole
2: was a- money from them, man.
0: You know, I was a huge backer of of bringing Joby back. I thought he was going to make a bigger impact. That is a malsy swing and a miss. Donnie, he was not good. This how many year.
2: years does Hayward have on his contract? How many years left? Is it just the one for next year? Do we know?
0: I'm looking it up right now. Cam uh, Hayward it has him through next year? Yeah.
2: So That's just it. he's one a UFA year.
0: in 2025. Yeah. yeah. Here's what I
2: would do with him then, and I don't mean to take the take a cop out answer. Say yes, I will ask him to take a pay cut, but I'm going to do it. I think in a way that makes sense for him. I would go to Cam and I would tell him, Hey, we're, we're going to give you an extension. We're going to make it a two year deal. We're going to rip up this deal and we're going to pay you. Right now, you've got 16 million dollars coming your way. How about we do two years? 22 million or two years, 24 million or something like that. And I'm going to, I'm going to agree to pay you 11 or $12 million a year for the next two years.
0: You make a little extra money. Your average number goes down, but you still are making more money yeah, and, you and you know, it's, it, it's locked in. And, We're not going to like screw you up. And here's
2: how I would do it because these guys are obviously weary with the NFL. They get cut. They never see the money. I would structure a deal in a way that's like, we owe you $16 million for this next season. Mm-hmm. We'll find a way to to like make you whole. We're going to reduce your cap hit,
0: but you will see the money you're supposed to see. Yeah, would you consider cutting Ogan Joby? Yes. Here's the numbers.
2: Absolutely.
0: Thirteen million dollar cap hit next year, and ten the year after that, and then he's a UFA. Dead cap seven million. Uh, next year three point five the year after that. I think that they probably need to be done with that experiment. He disappeared, and I I, I hate saying that. Because I wanted him to work out because I like being right about things and I thought he would. He just, he had a brutal, brutal year. He cost me $7 million to get rid of him right now. I think I do. My
2: prediction is they won't.
0: Well, because they don't have – he also kind of has leverage because he at least has some semblance of a track record. I
2: don't think the Steelers make a habit of of releasing guys with multiple years left on their contract.
0: Well, also, they don't have the luxury of it right now because you can at least say Ogun Joby has been a good NFL player when he's been healthy. He had a bad year. Demar, What has DeMarvin Leal done? We all – remember, that was another one of those. We all- Thought, man, they they really got a guy. They figured out they don't you know, know this, what he is. They he tried was a to play him the last half
1: of the season.
2: Yeah, Tomlin they, got asked about that yesterday. They tried him at edge rusher. They tried him at at end. This year he was primarily an end. He wasn't productive. He got passed on the depth chart by Loudermilk. There's another guy. It was a middle late round pick. Nothing special there. But
0: they traded up. Though, they traded get him for in him. those rounds. It
2: created the impression that they had some hope for this guy. That they were willing to package picks together to. Um, Secure him to make sure that they got him. And he's just been a bottom of the roster.
0: They've got, they've got, they've got, um, in terms of guys, I think they clearly like Benton is obviously arrow
2: pointed way up. And I think Tomlin said about him yesterday, he's a guy that we think has a chance to be a dominant player. Right. And I agree with him on that. And, and,
0: and, but he's like the rising tide right now. That's trying to lift all those other very disappointing boats. And they're honestly, man, they're, they're very lucky. They picked him.
2: I'm going to give you kind of a weird answer on their rookie class. Just on the way Tomlin's talked about them publicly, it just feels to me like if Tomlin, if you gave Tomlin truth serum and said, you've got, it. well, now I, I take that back. I was going to say something now. now I was, just
0: take die on the launch pad it here?
2: I, I was, it did. It did. never got off the ground. There was a mechanical... I had an
0: engine failure as did. you were uh, revving it up?
2: Because I was going to say that he hasn't been as complimentary of Broderick Jones as he has been about uh, Benton and Porter, but then I remember that he told the Steelers' website that Jones going into the lineup was like when they put Pouncey in his rookie year. So I'm going to scratch that. They've got th- all three of those guys should be high-end starters for them. The who have chimed in in the last few days who have said, hey, you know, the- one of the things to be optimistic about is that they have... They put together a great draft class where there's multiple players from it. They're going to help this team win games in the future. I would agree with that. This looks like one of their better drafts, and it just so happened to be the first one with Con Weidel, and Tomlin. Would you
0: like me to throw an extra take in that might be a major reach, but I'll do it anyway? Based on the way and what they identified and what they looked for in players, even though we have seen them draft cornerbacks who end up getting hurt in their first camp and then never, they literally never play in the NFL Senquez-Golson, because the other guys were so good, and I've got to believe they had certain, maybe different templates, different ideas of what they were looking for. I even have faith that if Trice's knee is fully healed and, and you know, the right way, I even have faith that he could be a, pill- a player who makes an impact. He's
2: had two knee surgeries, though.
0: No, I know. That's the huge risk there. I also think Darnell Washington is going to have one of the quiet season knee cleanups, too. That's the other thing. I think he was playing basically on a leg that was good enough to play football, but not good enough to be maybe a, a, an actual pass game I, threat, all that. I
2: love that pick just because of how big he was in athletic. And he, he never shows that as a pass catcher. It's really primarily I think entirely it's, the, I think it's a, the knee, a blocker. Man. Okay. I've well, that's that why, that's why he falls to the fourth round. If that's the case, let me say this right now. It's, it, you can't really criticize a team for this, but... If that's all Washington ends up being is a blocking tight end and he never develops as a pass catcher and they don't make him put on weight and become a offensive tackle. If he's just a blocking tight end, man, I'm going to think about the fact that they could have picked Nakua with that pick. Mm -hmm. Could you imagine if you added somebody like that on to this draft? They get lauded and for the most part, it's real. They get so much credit for the way they evaluate and identify wide receivers in the draft. I mean, how they picked Antonio Brown in the sixth round. I would love to know. I don't. Is, have an Nakua, to this. is
0: Nakua the same player here that he is so has been so far in LA? Well, in that offense, no, that he's no, he's
2: not. But like, Daniel Jeremiah tweeted the other day that one of his scout friends said the best comp he has for Nakua is Heinz Ward. That that's who his game reminds He's him extremely of.
0: Extremely tough on his feet. Great
2: blocker. I would love to know where they were on him, what what their scouting report said, where he was on their draft board, because that's one of the we know where, we we kind of know where Brock Purdy was. There, there there are scouts there that liked Purdy, and wanted and wanted them and, and wanted the Steelers to take him for the seventh round, and instead.
0: They got the Kevin Colbert farewell pick. They literally did as a favor to Kevin and let him do and then immediately cut the guy. And Mike
2: wanted no part of the guy. (laughs)
1: Yep, exactly. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof?